proof is that if you look under uh, the Swiss government website, admin Lex, and they have a, a, a part that is only on legislation and agreements, you will find all the agreements that the Swiss Confederation of Helvetica, Switzerland, has made with all the agencies from uh, WHO to the UN to the CERN to the WEF to yep. the International yeah. Bank of Settlement, but even with agencies outside Switzerland, like a very important one is the International Atomic Agency in Vienna. The oldest police force is in the Vatican. The, the global um, uh, whole thing of uh, uh, union of all police forces worldwide with directives and the new manuals is in Geneva. The postal union, all post offices in the world and, and, and all frequencies, ITU, the telecom union, from satellite to radio in your bathroom is governed from Geneva. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have three amazing people coming to the show, and one, two are in Switzerland, one is in Canada, and then I'm in the United States. They have a tribunal that's going on that's making uh, headway. They're judges on this tribunal. It's an international tribunal. I think that you will very much appreciate having them here and talking. We talked this super long. It's a super long one, and uh, so I don't know if I'm going to air all of it here, or I'm going to do the part of it privately for my members, uh, but we get into all sorts of things, and the bottom line is, from my perspective, is that we have to keep moving, and that the energy is mounting, and that people are mounting, all fighting for humanity, and it is growing, and we're seeing it everywhere. The The more that grows, the the higher likelihood that we will win in this spiritual war that we are fighting. And I don't agree with them on everything. I I just don't. I very rarely agree with every anybody on everything anyways. But um, there's, you know, aspects of it that I, I don't agree with. Um, but it doesn't matter. It's the fact that they're putting their energy forward to try to solve the problems. And um, they're very smart people, each one of them in their own right, you're going to hear about them and their background. I have Pascal from Switzerland. I have Astra from Switzerland and I have Howard from Canada and you will, and then Sarah from the United States. And I think you'll be impressed. And there's parts where I, I actively disagree a little bit with them, but it's meant in, in respect. I want everybody, I don't want comments coming. Please don't give me a comment on how I was, you know, I, I'm not, I, I'm here to share what I believe too. So we, there will be discussions where I disagree with them and I say something and I think that's okay. And I think that's what free speech is about is to bring on people that you don't completely agree with and hash it out and talk about things. That's what's desperately needed. We need to have these national conversations. They're moving the needle in the way they can. And I think it's making a difference. Pascal is the one in Switzerland who filed a police report and they're actually doing research now. They're actually, there's a criminal investigation against the president of Switzerland based on what Pascal did. That is very impressive. And so you're going to learn about that. You're going to learn about what their tribunal is doing. And then you're going to learn about them and why they believe it's so impactful. I think action is what we all need. And so anything that causes a stand down of action 
is the enemy working against us. And it comes in all different directions, all over the place. Anytime anyone from anything that in your walks of life tells you to stand down and not fight back against something that is so wrong for humanity, so wrong for you and your family, that to me is something that is coming from the, the side we're fighting. Because you should never stand down. If someone wants to kill you and your family, take away your freedom, you can't stand down against that. That is the last thing we can do. You might be strategic. You might do things at strategic times. But stand down? Never. And I think there's too many people that are convinced to stand down. You know, they're too powerful. Or what am I going to do? I I need to feed my family. I got to do all these things. And all of those statements may be true but that doesn't mean you need to stand down there's something you can do to join the fight to beat this evil that is coming on humanity when i say evil anytime someone wants to kill you and take away your freedom that's evil that being said i want to remind you to go to united for free speech check out our censored conference and we have so many great speakers that are there every dime that we are raising just say every dime past the cost of putting our website up and doing this conference, which we're doing so much to keep the cost down, will go down to go will go to these initiatives to bring back our freedom, whether it's uh, freedom on the internet or freedom in the uh, right to get informed consent. All these areas that that are under attack right now. Okay, the other thing is don't forget to protect yourself with silver and gold. This is the time to keep investing what you can in buying silver if you, you know, that's less expensive, gold if you have more assets, because when this economy resets, I don't know the timing, but we all know what's coming down. It's We're past, the dollar's past its lifetime of any fiat currency in all of history, so they're making this last longer. And will they do a, a seamless transition to something else so that you will be able to retain your assets? I don't know, but I don't trust these people to do anything. So the way to protect your assets long-term is to have it in something safe like silver and gold. It's insurance. And I welcome you to contact Miles Franklin, info at milesfranklin.com. They will give you the best prices in the country and the best service. I don't think there's more you can ask for than those two combination. You can also move your IRA uh, if you have it in uh, the stock market or in dollar cash, whatever you have your IRA in, usually it's in the stocks, you can move it to a gold IRA. And they, too, have our gold, silver. They, too, have the best prices in the country and the best service. I checked it out personally when I make sure all the prices were really great. And they are. They're true to their word. And I've never had any complaints. So, again, info at milesfranklin.com. Protect you and your family. Okay, let's get into this really interesting panel discussion with Astrid, Pascal, and Howard. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm really honored to have you all here. Hi, uh, Sarah. Nice to meet you. Well, I've heard amazing things about what you're trying to do. So we want to tell the audience what it is that you're trying to do. And then I also want to talk about what's going on in Switzerland because it's almost a beacon of light somebody to some government or some system taking it more seriously can we start with each one of you and first i want to thank howard for introducing me to you i think this is all of you and howard's just a great we've been talking for years in email and exchanging things and howard you're in canada 
and yeah. Astrid and Pascal's both in Switzerland. And so That's we kind of have this international panel here. I'm in the United States. So can, I don't know who wants to start first, but can you talk about what it is that brought you all together and what you're doing with your tribunal? All right, uh, maybe I start, if I may. Um, I am uh, Pascal Najadi. I'm a Swiss citizen uh, from Lucerne, Switzerland. It's the city in the middle of the country. Well, actually, the Confederation on the lake was founded 1291. Um, I'm born and raised here. I was an investment banker. I was a board member of the second largest uh, German bank in London, uh, in charge of strategic uh, financial um, marketing or PR for Russia, Central Asia, Central Europe, uh, the African continent, and the Middle East, including the Gulf states of wow. the Persian Gulf. Um, I, um, my wife and me and my mother, we went through the same panic, PSYOP of this COVID scare, and we got vaccinated because we trusted the Minister of Health, we trusted the Ministry of Health, we trusted the whole media operation that was coming 24-7 every day for seven That's days. That's right. Now, because I want to talk about the Swiss president, the accused, I would like to state that the presumption of innocence applies to him at all times. It's an ongoing criminal investigation with the uh, federal prosecution, the highest authority in justice, in justice of um, this country, uh, Swiss Confederation. Now, on the second, uh, sorry, in October uh, 22, uh, we learned, all of you, us, there was Chanin Small, the manager of Pfizer in the European Parliament, making a statement that the endpoints of the vaccine have not been tested. Okay, that means no immunity and no, no, no testing regarding transmission of the, um, the virus to other people. So, shock because we are three times Pfizer, BioNTech, mRNA injected. Um, two plus a booster. You are personally? Think, sorry? Are you personally, um, you had the vaccine plus yeah. you've been, okay, wow, okay. Yeah, me, my wife, my mother, three times each. Um, I went through the official press statements of the Ministry of Health. I only stick to that, the official government statements back then. I went through. So the Minister of Health, now his president and Minister of Health, Alan Berset, said in December 2020, we have a vaccine. It's highly tested, like all other vaccines have been tested, certified, it is safe and it's effective. First statement, okay. Then in August, 20, uh, the 3rd of August, 21, he's the, uh, the director of the Ministry of Health of Switzerland, Dr. Virginie Massere, head of infection control, said that she received a report from the American CDC indicating that vaccinated people transmit the virus as often and easy as unvaccinated people. So, wow, August 3rd, 2021, I make a note. Then I continued to search, and on the, on the 27th of October 21, three months after her statement of the Ministry of Health, the Minister of Health on television says, with the certificate, you are sure that you are not contagious. Promoting the public vote about the COVID law, whether or not to implement and continue 
the COVID law, which is actually unconstitutional. Fine, I made a note. So as you see, there were two statements. Now, who said the untruth? Was it the CDC of America and Virginie Massere in August 21? No, they said the truth. They said the truth. Therefore, the Minister of Health himself said the untruth three months later, knowing back in August that it doesn't work. Okay, so I went to the police station, I made a report, and I said, please, I ordered justice to prosecute, to investigate and prosecute the Minister of Health, now President of Switzerland, um, to check how come he made such an untrue statement. And I extended the charges from abuse of office, criminal charge, um, and three other criminal charges that have been grossly violated in this process with a causality um, as me and my family as victims of this injection. That's where we are. The case is now, at the, again, since December at the highest level of, um, of justice, which is the Attorney General's office in, in, in some, some countries, you call it the General Prosecutor of the Swiss Confederation. And um, I cannot say where they stand. It's not for me to say, I'm not a judge, I'm not a prosecutor. Uh, I trust Swiss justice functions. It has function, been functioning well. We had active communication and writing with the federal prosecutor. I've been adding information for this case, for the investigation. And all I can say is it is in the investigation phase. Um, no charges have been leveled yet. That's not for me to decide or to communicate. Okay, so you believe that they're going to take this seriously or they are well, they taking did. it seriously. So they, did, they did take it serious because okay. uh, we have a case number. And again, I have written conversation, adding more information. So, of course, they take it serious. Well, and the people in, of Switzerland, are they demanding? Are they? I, I'm assuming people who are aware are completely with you on this. And are they demanding? Is there pressure from the people to make sure that this goes forward. No, you can't pressure justice. That's not the right way to do it. Justice is independent and autonomous. So again, there's no point in pressuring or trying to pressure justice. That would be a very bad country if uh, pressure could influence justice, okay? Pressure from anywhere. Uh, justice is completely, in Switzerland, independent, autark, independent from the government as well, and she's doing her job. Oh, that's great. I mean, if you if that true, that's truly what it should be in the United States. We have such a messed up situation that if we don't apply pressure, then I, I don't know if things are going to happen because so much of our system is corrupted that we don't have an option other than to pr apply pressure because that's what we have left. That, those are the toolkits that we have left. It really should be what you're saying. I mean that that's that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Astrid, you're in Switzerland as well. How how did you get? I mean, how how did you guys all connect here? Well, I connected uh, first with Howard for the International Tribunal of Natural Law and Natural Common Law for Justice and Public Health, for Public Health and Justice, and. And uh, because they were interested in what I was saying, and also we connected through um, a lot of this cyber torture issues, which maybe we can talk about. And uh, with Pascal, actually, and that is a demonstration that the um, action that he took against the government 
And lawsuits in general don't only serve the lawsuit, they serve to show to people and put them together and connect them. So there is a, there's a dribbling, if there's an effect uh, that we goes call beyond lawfare. the lawsuit. It's very yeah. important. Yes. Uh, it's then... not a lawsuit, it's, it's uh, to be precise, it's worse than a lawsuit, it's filing criminal charges prosecution. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing a lawsuit against Bereset. <laughs> yeah, good, good point. Yeah, so so this this criminal charges, uh, but Pascal is talking about it, he's waking up people like that. Uh, so the pressure is actually the opposite. <laughs> I, was, I wanted to, your question about pressuring is interesting because the pressure of a lawsuit, uh, lawsuit and uh, criminal charges is very interesting uh, how it dribbles away much further than we think. And this is what uh, this um, tribunal, also how I met Howard, is uh, this common law and natural law, which we don't have in Switzerland and in Europe, is, is really very interesting because it is group, it is the people, and the natural law is putting all the dimensions of natural law and, you know, from divine to the terrestrial and subterrestrial, yeah. I guess. Basically. Yeah, well, and that's, we call that lawfare, where it's all the other aspects of, I mean, just even filing the case um creates a ripple effect everywhere because people then become aware of it and yeah, and so and, which is so important and then howard you got uh, you, you i've been talking to you quite a bit about this tribunal and things that you have going on so did you can you talk about that a little bit like how you all came together and what it, what the tribunal is and what you're trying to do okay so um so the way um, I connected with Pascal is through a a Astrid. Um, and I um, if we touch on the aspect of the sixth generational warfare, um, and I hope we do a little bit because I feel what the tribunal is all about and what the three of us, including your, or four of us, including yourself, Sarah, because you're a very spiritual, deep person as well. I've got to know you over, over the years of corresponding. The coincidences which are happening, I mean, the fact that we're all here right now um, is probably a miracle of sorts. And that's the type of future we're moving into. And that's the next level of warfare. And it's, it's a beautiful level of bringing people together. I'm just having a computer issue, uh, um, bringing people together. And uh, in terms of myself, um, uh, three years ago when, when COVID hit and the way I saw it, as you did and, and just a handful of others at that time, I drew a line in the sand. I, you know, I have children, I have grandchildren. I said, um, I had a very strong internal sense as to what we were moving into. And um, yeah. so, so the tribunal, um, once again, uh, to be invited on it, I, that was a miracle. I didn't ask to be uh, a tribunal judge. Um, it happened. And um, for me, it was a very deep and serious decision. And uh, um, um, it was at the core of my being to say, yes, I will come on the tribunal. Because when you deal with natural law, as Astrid referred to, and divine, because it's divine law, um, one of the things I actually have just left of my computer is the King James um, edition of the Bible. And the reason I have it is 
because even the queen, former queen, and now King Charles have to swear on the 1611 version of the King James Bible, which trumps any lower type of court in the Commonwealth. Um, and, and so jurisdiction becomes very important. So a lot of people are going to say, well, what can the tribunal do? When you start to understand jurisdiction in law, and especially natural common law and divine law, um, as um, our chief judge Alfred said in, in, in the uh, press conference uh, last Sunday on the 26th, uh, he made reference to a beautiful quote. He said, you may think you can break the law, but you can't. You can only break yourself against the law. So the rulings of the tribunal are the law. And, um, um, and one of the things which we lack throughout the world right now, what has been usurped, is the various levels of law. We have countries making edicts or mandates, which are not the law, but um, uh, you know, we threw out the Nuremberg codes. We th we've we thrown out international out. law. Yeah. We, we've, and it goes, and, and which means every single uh, parliament or, or, or government around the world um, are in violation of the law. So anyways, that's- uh, Well, and that's I, what I wanna ask me. you. Because, you know, in war, when you have, we're, I believe we're in a, in a war, it's a non-conventional war, but it's very much real. And in war, obviously, one side doesn't really care about the law. They're, they think they're right, and they're just going to do what they believe is necessary. I don't know if they even think they're right, this side. I think they don't care if they're right. They, they just want to do what they do. Now, if they choose, if they have more power and more money and more everything than we do, even if we're right in with the law, how do we make it work? How do we, you know, who's there to enforce it? How do we enforce the law? Uh, 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 well, Astrid, for sure, and, and I would certainly, uh, Pascal, in one of your interviews, you talked in terms of, of, of military uh, the need perhaps at some level to go into a military type of, of jurisdiction. So uh, Astrid, please. Um, yeah, I, I, will, I will give you a, a few clues. The Nuremberg um, Tribunal is actually co-opted by the United Nations and the Security Council under the International Court of Justice and International Criminal Court. And it doesn't make sense because actually uh, we are not free because this tribunal is biased because we, the United Nations is actually biased because the Security Council has five permanent members who can do the veto on any decision in the world. Those countries are the, the US, uh, England or UK, <laughs> uh, France, Russia and China. And the other countries are you know, partially important. So, so that's the first thing that the law in the UN is is they are have taken over the coup d'état of, of the countries because they want to impose their law and they are have uh, designated themselves as the law uh, keeper. The peace operation uh, keepers are UN peacekeeping operation. But in Rwanda, the genocide arrived anyway, even if Roger Dallaire, the general in command, Romeo Dallaire for peace operation, called Kofi Annan and said, please send me troops. I can see, I feel it, the, the genocide's arriving. Kaviana did not move. Nobody came and, and the disaster and Romeo Dallaire has been speaking over and over. I met him, we did things on transgenerational peace. Um, 
so that's one and, and he said he met the devil and and he shook the devil hands and he wrote a, a, a book on that and he said that's why i'm sure god is here you know it's a very interesting contrast i want to just put but what i i had an insight today you know thinking of this natural law which i was looking for my whole life actually because you know you always say divine justice where is it and, and it actually is based on free will but um what i discovered is that actually um something that really shocked me in the un and who is that they disclose everything they are yeah. that all the papers are there you can see That's we're going right. to talk about this uh you know, new convention they're going to impose on the world, uh, taking out the constitution. Actually, I think, but please correct me and, and please, I, I had this insight that they have to do that. They need our consent under divine law. They need us to see the documents. And then they will say, oh, but we did that legally. Look, 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 we did yeah. it according to God's rules. Um, and this is exactly what, you know, uh, the trickery uh, little guy with the horns is doing. He's putting a mask that in the name of human rights, in the name of peace, we do this. It is written for them. It also ripples uh, for them. So the rippling war is actually very interesting because I, I, I realized today that this is why they're writing everything and disclosing everything. They're rippling uh, the, the words, it resonates, it, the papers are there. The whole agenda is already written until 2024 for, for a lot of things, but they disclose it at the last minute or, and that's where they do the trickery or they cover it with all this, you know, golden, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, nice looking papers and titles. But actually that is where they are really trying to kill people under the name of health, you know, we yes. are going to help. So, so get this injection because this is the only thing that can save us. So through a lie, they are affirming, they're affirming a truth, but they're putting the lie behind. This is where I understand that this is actually very important that we do this natural law. It's much more important than people know that we are together and we affirm this. And thank you really to this tribunal. Thank you to, to Alfred and all the people behind that they co-opted as a judge and we can get to this insight once we are in this energy. So that's, uh, in well, short, uh, what I think. The Human Health and Health and Human Services <clears throat> partnered with Google. And once they had that partnership, they came out and said, we own the science. And they're, they were telling everybody that they yeah. own the science because now they own the language behind the science and everything that's going to be put out to the people. So they affirm a law. Mm -hmm. So they're affirming so, a new law. So they, if nobody counter affirms, there are people count there are people countering and they're only winning with the people they can brainwash who are who are naive and not able to say anything. But they aren't so I think that they're just fooling themselves. I've said this from the beginning. They're they need to tell people what they're doing for some kind of karmic thing. It's their their religion or something i think they're just lying to themselves because just because you you brainwash and lie to people who don't know better doesn't mean that you're they're giving you their consent because there's a lot of people like us who are, who are censored who so you're not allowing them to give them you you didn't allow them to give them consent you lied to them brainwashed them and then shut the other voices down that could 
educate them. So they're just lying to themselves. It's one big farce. Um, and so I think their whole religion is a farce if that's what they believe, because it's just not true. And so I, I, um, I don't buy that, that that creates that law. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't buy that. I think that's all BS, but I do see that they do it. I, they, they do it. It's very clear. Sir, sir, if I may, on the back of what Astrid said and what you just shared, I'd like to use a phrase, what the tribunal has done uh, in our cease and desist and rhythm mandamus, we've actually, uh, to these dark forces, issued a karmic checkmate. I think maybe that's the expression that's just come to me. Okay, well, and let's talk about that. What does that mean? Because I, because I think that what I'm saying is a huge part of this war, but go ahead. Okay, so so um, it's once again, what what is the role of, you know, uh, let me go back to a basic question, Tenant. Is, is there any clout to what the tribunal is putting forward? Historically, there has been clout. Um, I call it a sitting legal time bomb or lawful. I, not legal because legal is in the lower jurisdictions. Lawful is outside of the corporate jurisdictions. And so what the tribunal has ruled on takes us into the level as uh, referenced by Astrid and Pascal into natural law and all the way up to divine law. And if you frame what we're going through as a battle of good uh, versus evil, light versus darkness, um, the dark forces have to um, apply by some rules. And one of them is a type of disclosure in terms of the evilness that they have in mind. And that's why uh, I've watched so many of your interviews and people talking about Hollywood and the fact that so many of the movies have actually been forewarnings of the agendas. But for them, they've given fair warning. So they, they've uh, karmically satisfied something to the gods. Well, now what we just issued, this massive 237-page document with the writs of mandamus, um, um, think of it as a document of light um, countering the, 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 the evil that's out there. Now, because of this, do they react to it? Are they affected by it at all? Because uh, to them, this is a spiritual war. They're at a they have a, a cult that they follow. They're they're very religious in their beliefs. It's it's a weird cult that rules this. I think it's a cult. I think it's a very sick cult. Now, what you did, do you think that has an effect on them? Or do you think they just don't care? Because as long as they have the power, they're going to, as long as it's working and they're getting things done, they're just going to keep continuing. Or well, are you seeing them, you having an effect? Well, well, basically, they don't have the power. Um, because, uh, you know, in terms of, of uh, if we have 194 uh, nations of the world with corrupt politicians and bureaucracies who are going to rubber stamp the WHO. That's where the, the problem is. That's um, right. So, you know, in the United States, for instance, one of the things I'm paying or I have been paying close attention to is what are your constitutional sheriffs doing? And they are really starting to do some interesting things. Um, I couldn't, I, I tried to research 
the number of sheriffs and areas which have said, no, we're not going to do anything about um, the, the, anything to the Second Amendment. And in fact, I, uh, Google um, almost, you, you can't, can't even bring up that issue on search engines with what the sheriffs are doing to the Second Amendment. Uh, maybe somebody else could have more success. The other- um, Well, Google uh, is locked down. Me. Google is one of their main tools to lock us yeah. down. It's 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 that bad, but keep going. Well, yeah. So so that's interesting. And then and then um, you know, for, for example, in can there are things going on behind the scenes. And so you're talking to an optimist. Um, well, that's things great. Are Optimists are usually the ones who win wars. But keep going. <laughs> so so one quit. of the so so one of the people who was an observer at our tribunal meeting this past day uh, has actually done what Pascal did. He's charged uh, Trudeau with treason. Uh, the court literally shut, locked him out of the courtroom. That's how corrupt it is up here. But he took 7,000 people from Parliament Hill to the U.S. Embassy. Uh, and his name is Norm Travesy. Yeah, I know and Norman. Probably... I had him on my show. He's Okay. Close. Yeah, so... So he was actually part of our um, the meeting uh, we had at the tribunal meetings. He was one of the witnesses. It was wonderful having having him with us. Um, there are just so many, you know, I, uh, things happening. I mean, you've you've had uh, Thomas Renz on. Uh, look what he's doing. Um, uh, uh, there's a whole. There's going to be uh, later on in March in the United States. There's going to be some sort of a conference of gathering lawyers to go after um, class actions uh, concerning everything COVID. And right now, I looked at that list this morning, it's up to 37. We even have two lawyers on that list from Alberta, one from British Columbia. So perhaps, you know, Astrid and especially Pascal um, will have more knowledge in terms of just some of the other things which are happening legally. Um, yeah. No, I think this is wonderful. I, I The reason I'm asking you these questions is because I want to see it turn into actions on the ground and, and, and it's giving people confidence and maybe that's the spiritual war is you're changing the, the the balance of what people can't see so that it kind of clears the way so they can start acting i i don't i don't know but i do see uh momentum growing on the covid front i think that we need to you know i i uh, founded an organization called united for free speech we're doing a censored conference with Tom Rents is on the board and Cynthia McKinney okay. and, and I have Mike Adams now really getting involved. We have Bastion, you know, the Bastion platform is really involved. We have people are uniting, but that's a, that's a fight that has yet to really happen. And that one is as important as COVID, if not more, because that's their tool. We have to break up these big tech monopolies that are shutting down our means of communicating and free speech because we can't i mean that's the tool that's their tool base and that's their weapons of war if you will but things are coming along i agree with you i, I see a momentum a spiritual momentum and so I, this is great and so esther do you have more that you want to say in that way no, but I, I just want to underline what Howard is saying is very important. Um, and it's called a tribunal of conscience. So the fact that we have this paper 
this written with reference there are many references and we have made sure to write that it is open to many other documents that we have not cited makes people want to take this as a model we can use it they are conscious that there is something going on internationally that can protect them and, and they can join a new consciousness so it is much stronger than even a, a lawyer going up to the tribunal uh, with a lawsuit and he he's gets censored. So censorship is is advertised all over the place. So so I I really appreciate this like a river flowing and going little rivers everywhere and we, you know you know quantum the quantum physics mm -hmm. uh, yeah. what we have created is um, a new entanglement with the truth and I I think that this is is going to really have an effect and you were asking about the direct effect well let them just find out and talk and and they this spiritual war is a war uh that if you disclose and this has often happened in quantum you disclose things happen right away and you cannot know, know to what point it will disclose they have a painting for example in the un security council who is awful it is I mean, there's nothing worse. I mean, they have a dragon with a phoenix just, you know, popping out of the dragon. It's huge. If you tell people that, they cannot get out of this. They go, oh, this is really not nice. It's evil. You know how paintings can really change consciousness. Words can resonate. Uh, we forget that we are electromagnetic beings, and, and this has a huge effect. I, I, I'm look forward, I really look forward. I have asked, um, I don't know who I asked to say, has this already had effects, this uh, tribunal? And yeah, I was answered that yes, it had effects because those who who understand this ripple are changing and shifting because they're afraid and they become afraid, not us. We help people to have courage. So I, uh, I wanted to say that it's very important. I underline that further. Look, everything bad, <laughs> evil on this planet ultimately actually comes from i'm sorry to say geneva historically okay there's where the problem is now as you know my criminal charges filed are ongoing and progressing for whatever reasons with justice which is independent from government in this country i say always the year 2023 is the year of absolute truth for humanity I mean it, what I'm saying. I think it, I call it it, gendering. I'm not calling it Satan. It doesn't even deserve the name. I call it it knows that it's 26,000 years of rule is coming to an end this year. And this is why it is trying to accelerate the destruction of humanity last year, last years, and now accelerating with this craziness of 15-minute cities prisons, vaccination for climate in Australia now, vaccination for a pandemic, control, lockdown, destruction of economy, and destruction of humanity. Guess what? I can tell you this already now. It will not work because this is not the way the divine humanity can end. It just won't happen. Now, how they will be stopped, we don't know. You see, I always say, if you want to make God laugh, tell him about your plans. 
All what we can do is we can beg and we can bring evidence of injustice, in this case, crimes against humanity and the intent to further harm humanity. That's our job, job of divine humans. And we have, we have done it with a tribunal formally into the space of, of the natural law and common law. And I do believe it will have its effects. Now, again, how and why, we don't know. What fact is, since I launched these criminal charges, I'm advising now the opposition party in Austria. I was in Austria two days ago. <laughs> they say, how do you do it? I say, this is the way to do it. Okay, they're doing it now as well in Vienna. Um, the Americans came to me, told, told Callender, uh, Van der Steel and uh, General Flynn and, uh, and Dr. Martin, and we discussed about, you know, in American uh, law, there is the term high treason because whoever from the U.S. delegation of the WHO, sorry, of the American government, negotiated, perfected the contract for over a year, canceling human rights, is a direct attack on the American constitution. Therefore, high treason applies, etc., etc. Then you got right. the sheriffs. You got the sheriffs in America. The sheriffs in the community in America have a lot of jurisdiction, a lot of power, and they've been mobilized now. Okay. Then you got the military. It's a huge military apparatus, but in the military there's the good and the bad, and they also start to form camps now in the U.S. because. A lot of military people do not agree that Biden can sell the Constitution down the river and pass the power, including police and military, to a guy called Tedros from Ethiopia, a war criminal. Right. The World Health Organization. It, yep. Guess what? It won't happen. That's also not how America will end. No way. Jose. They're trying to do it. They're, that's they're what trying. They're trying, yeah, but that, that's, they're, that's they're trying very hard to do it. Yes. Let, and, let, and the media is the man the, in this country. There's only a small slice of people that understand. The the, yes. the majority of the people are be, are cluelessly being led. Yes, and, the, but... and Congress is not. There's only a small number of people that are fighting back. But that small number might win. You're right. They Look, have to win. We won't let them you, not win in the long run. If you have a house of cards of lies, one card. It's enough. And that's what's happening now, which will happen. How? I don't know. But it will happen. I'm very confident. This is the last battle. I don't call it a fight. We are not fighting. We are defending humanity and protecting it. There's a big difference in connotation. We are not fighters. That's the wrong connotation. We are defending and protecting. So and liberating. <laughs> well, we also liberating. Also liberating. Okay, and that's the spirit that we have from our ether, and that's our soul. And you know, I believe in in divine humanity, and uh, that's it. Uh, they will not succeed. I think that I really hope you're right. I know that they've gotten away with a lot of things over the years, and I hope this battle. You know, I I, I call it a fight. I'm fighting. I feel like it's a fight. Where I'm at, I feel like I'm very much fighting because I've been abused quite a bit. And so it feels like a fight, even if maybe you call it defending, which sure feels like a fight to me. But that being said, um, they've 
they, they're pretty powerful yet. And so we have a lot of work to do. And um, I do agree with you that the more we can get people to understand and the more people we can get to join the fight, the better. I'm in a very bad part of the country where the bad guys are in control and in control in every every area of our government here. See. And so it's harder um, so I see it from a little bit different perspective. I mean, it's like I'm in the belly of the beast. And so it's a little, I suppose, uh, Howard being in Canada, you would see that too. I see the fight um, is stronger in other states and even in rural areas. But, um, you know, I, I, I think it's a fight. I, I'm just going to say it. It's a fight. And um, and I, I think putting out spiritual stuff is absolutely needed but you need to follow it up with action. If we don't follow it up with action, then it's not going to work. But um, you're right about defense. It. Defense is the best way to win a war. <laughs> Always been. And again, the best defense is the, also offense. The, I coached sports for 15 years, so I always coached. Yeah, but I was in the military. Both. So look, um, the belly of the beast, is where I'm sitting at Astrid. Actually, Astrid is closer to the beast. She's yeah, yeah, in... I'm, I'm with all the guys here. <laughs> She's in Geneva. It's really crazy. Yeah. All the bad things are in Geneva. They're not in Washington. They're not in Moscow. They're not in Berlin, not in Paris, not in Buenos Aires. They're in Geneva. Okay, so we are in the storm, the eye of the storm here. And guess what? Justice of this country is progressing. You don't think the city of London has a big part of it or other areas of the world? It It is there and here and the crown always, yes, yes, yes. But the institutions, DC. the institutions that rule the world are in Geneva. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say I'm, I'm discovering that they have uh, developed poles of competencies for this evil plan in, in different areas. And uh, Scandinavia, where I come from, I discussed with them and I was a lot there, uh, you know, lately. Uh, and uh, Norway is one of the bases, um, you know, of NATO uh, because they have very deep fjords. So they can put bases of uh, submarines and everything touches Russia and Sweden, Finland and the North Pole. So uh, Norway has been totally hacked, the people. And, and just by chance, you know, the first secretary general of the UN was a Norwegian. And this painting, awful painting in Security Council is done by a Norwegian. And when you know Norway and Norwegians, they're so nice. And I mean, my family is so nice and candid that you think, how, how is it possible? The, the Freemasonry has developed, Lutheran religion has taken all the culture out uh, of, of the place. So this is one part. Uh, that's where um, CEPI is, the Coalition for Epidemic Innovation that Gavi uh, signed with the World Bank and, and, yeah. uh, and WHO. They also have SAGE, a special advisory group for uh, uh, SAGE for uh, uh, management of epidemics. Um, and the, the government, Sørensen, is is the head of NATO, uh, the Norwegian former prime minister, or prime, yeah, minister of health. And Lundland was secretary, the director general of WHO, first and only woman head of WHO. And when she was there, she did many things to put in place what is going on now, of which the second international health regulation, the first one was in 1969 and only had three diseases that we should um, do the alert and response, plague, yellow fever, and cholera. So you see that when you look at the history, uh, you see very well that 
some countries have been really implemented where they cannot be seen. There's a lot of space or a lot of mountains. So Norway and Sweden and Sweden, because actually I'm discovering more and more uh, that all the 5G metrics they have put in place with uh, microwave radiation, you know, directed. I don't know if you've talked about it it's in your show, yeah, yeah. but uh, we, we're looking for who has in, installed and put this in place. And I was speaking with two Swedes uh, this week and the one this morning, and he confirmed to me that Ericsson has built all the 5G towers in most of the world. They had the biggest budget of that. and But now, uh, I think it's Huawei. They have the largest company in the world in yeah. for 5G. Uh, but BlackRock yeah. just buys one and says it's one, and you, you don't even know who's behind that. But That's just, true. just to show you that actually Sweden is one of the poles of the development of all the electronics and 5G and uh, also of the chips. The Swedes have been the first one to be chipped in their body. They That's are true. today cashless. The whole ca You can still pay here and there, but in, if you're in Stockholm, if you have cash, you cannot pay with it. So well, I know you, that you, in the 90s, it started yeah. in the 90s with indigenous, indigenous people in Canada yeah. and North America and United States for chipping them. They were testing that whole thing out and they were using it, the Native Americans, um, as a yeah. testing ground to do all that. Now they're implementing it for real. Well, yeah. So it's interesting because uh, even genome editing and uh, genome uh, genetic modification was done a lot with indigenous people in Alaska yeah. and, and in Canada, but also in Sweden. And well, anybody who has a baby... Ground. That's sorry. right. I said, I've covered this on my show multiple times of huh? how Sweden is a testing ground for a lot of what they do. Right. And I, I heard this morning, uh, you know, there is a law in, in uh, Sweden since 1958 that if you have a baby, you have to take a blood sample and send the That's genetic right. material to Washington. That's so right. this is very strange. Uh, so we can link this to Hitler, who was uh, developing right. the Aryan race and that they are trying to do something with that. And. Um, you know, so but they were testing a genome also in Iceland. It's the biggest. I always quoted that in um, my studies on health and the genome decoding, etc. That Iceland is is the most extraordinary genetic data reservoir. They have sequenced all the Icelanders, uh, you know, in Iceland. So now I understand that it's not for the good. It's like, oh my God, what are they doing? Because they have. They have the, the the best reservoir, and they also did in in um, on on the island Norwegian island of Svalbard. Uh, they have they have the crops, uh, seeds of every plant but, yeah. on the planet. Yeah. So when you put all this together, you know the genetic. There is a reservoir they have created, and now they they really have abusing. So Switzerland, yes, is the head of all the institution, many. I, I mean, I don't say that they're all, but why Why Switzerland? They, I, because... I don't know if they're the head or they meet there, but are they really the head? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I question that. I think they meet there for sure, like Davos and, it's and all, stuff. It's, no. also, it's also the CERN is there, not to forget. Um, the CA is there, uh, headquartered. Um, yeah. yeah. The proof is that if you look under uh, the Swiss government website, admin Lex, and they have a, a, a part that is only on legislation and agreements, you will find all 
the agreements that the Swiss Confederation of Helvetica, Switzerland, has made with all the agencies from uh, WHO to the UN to the CERN to the WEF to yep. the yeah. International Bank of Settlement, but even with agencies out of South Switzerland, like a very important one is the International Atomic Agency in Vienna. They're very important because they are, they are making the PCRs and they are in charge of radiation and radioactive elements, which we have found on the PCR, the, the PCR tests. And nobody's really measuring what is going on on this scale. Uh, and it's all related. So you, Switzerland, you can go and see it. It's under international agreement. I get, I get shocked because they have uh, granted immunity, total immunity to you know, NGOs uh, like Gavi as international organization of a new type in 2009. And now they have a building of 10 storage that nobody can get in. And they have the global funds um, for of health. Then they have uh, rolling back malaria. They have uh, all uh, the issues for treatment of UNITAID was the treatment. It was uh, in, in WHO before. And I always wondered, what are they doing there? They're, they're a company. Well, it, they have given him the building for the boutique the boutique of the, the pandemic hacking of people for the future, you know, 10,000 um, vaccines that they have already prepared for H1N1 and for Marburg. And uh, so when you know this, you go, oh, oh my God, why Switzerland? Because um, Switzerland is a neutral country, not neutral anymore so okay. much, so much. <laughs> but um, they are, we have very nice people from peasantry, peasant, you know, uh, that trust the government <laughs> and they have made this because they can't on our federal so they can hide one thing here one thing there and and people don't even believe when we tell them do you see what's happening they say no it's not possible you know it's the uh, stockholm syndrome they don't see that they are That's totally enslaved in this system well and, I, uh... I i was just going to say Corey diggs did a uh doing a two-part series on the immunity clauses that allow these organizations to go essentially would not have to follow the law and they've done all these immunity clauses it's international treaties and things but that allows them to work kind of at a world level and i, I just i don't i i i've seen so many different sources of i don't i see them as international people and they just don't value i just don't even think they think of a headquarters necessarily just a place to be because they have all these international clauses to go under the radar yeah uh, but i, I just know? want to say there the the organigram of the of the un is very important to understand so anybody listening interested can google not google or <laughs> do it on yeah. another search engine which which duck, one duck, go or whatever i don't know I, you know you duck, duck, go is better but we're starting to um you know people are doing research to figure out and they have Google owns 92% of the worldwide search engine market when you count in YouTube as well. But I think they own more because I think they control the actual search algorithms. And with that being said, that means I think they can hide behind these other companies acting like they're not a complete worldwide monopoly when they really are. Yeah. Look, uh, interesting fact. Well, uh, wait, I just finished, uh, uh, Pascal, sorry. So you Google or whatever, you search for under images and you put um, UN uh, chart or United Nation organigram or United Nation, and you will see how this has been built. It is really, 
a complete, very comprehensive uh, family of everything that a human being is doing uh, in the world and also what he is or she eating. And you have very clearly the legal aspect where they can control everything internally and yeah. <laughs> externally. And then you have all the UN specialized agency. And then you, you have um, all the human rights. And uh, here it's all in, it's many in Geneva, but it's also in Nairobi for climate change or Vienna for atomic, for drug dealers and New York, of course, for development. And there are trying to control politically the United Nations. But finally, I start wondering if Switzerland is not the 51st state of the US deep state. So because... oh, I, think it's no, I definitely around. think they're a huge, they're huge, it's a huge impact. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Pascal. Hey, look at the history. Uh, ancient Egyptians, the pharaohs, they moved to Geneva because 50% of Swiss, uh, of Swiss, uh, native Swiss uh, people have the, the genome of Tutankhamun. That's, you can Google that, and there's a press release about that 2021. Um, you know, again, CERN is the largest Hadron Collider in the world, is in Geneva, Switzerland. It's not in America, it's not in England, it's here. Um, the, I, I would say this, that given the fact that Aspid can confirm this, that the CA headquarter actually is in Geneva, not in Langley, confirms that. So, under again, the under well, everything I, I that... I think the, is, the, the laws that were written in Switzerland that allowed them, they always well, said they were a uh, neutral let's go back, country. Uh, history. Yeah. The oldest police force is in the Vatican. The, the global um, um, holding of uh, uh, union of all police forces worldwide with directives and the new manuals is in Geneva. The postal union, all post offices in the world and, and, and all frequencies, ITU, the telecom union, from satellite to radio in your bathroom is governed from Geneva. <laughs> so, yeah, everything is there, everything. I, I don't know if everything is, because I think Astrid just talked about that not being everything. Um, and I don't mean no, to be disrespectful, the, I th but I do no, no. think it's a it's a major no. part. Go what ahead. Is, no, it, is, it is, again, the Global Postal Union is in Geneva, right? The ITU is in Geneva. I mean, for the whole world, the directives are coming from Geneva. The CA headquarter is in Geneva. You know, so if we just bomb Geneva, we'll be okay? No, we don't bomb it. No, <laughs> I mean, no, is that no. what you're saying? I mean, honestly, from a military state, if we bomb no. Geneva, no. we get rid of all the... So, I mean, no. I don't you know. No, if you get bombing rid, themselves. It, it, I mean, is that get, what you're saying? <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's like if they centralized no. there, let's just take them out. No. <laughs> but that tunnel's done, so it will go down levels. You know, level no. down. <laughs> no, no, no violence. It will destroy itself. That's my point. Okay. But not with bombs, not with bombs. Never. Okay, a lot of people believe that the there has been a big psyop that is going on. It's been going on for a long time to tell people to stand down, to be a polite force, and that's why we're so easy to conquer. What do I you think say to the that? Injections, the injections changed, changed. I mean, the five billion people got this injection, and I I believe that has changed a lot of brains. Unfortunately, a lot.